0: He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful actor. I mean, this guys put together an amazing career, everything from Veep, to the Drew Carey show Napoleon Dynamite you've seen him in so many great things but one of the great shows out now is American Housewife and a, a big reason why is Diedrich Bader and thrilled to have him here and somewhat of a, re- a reunion show coming up kind of uh well maybe definitely a reunion show coming up but uh, I'll let you hear that from Diedrich. Diedrich welcome. Hey, thank you,
2: Frank. Thanks so much for having me on the air. I'm really excited about this episode, and so it's really important to me to plug it. Um, Yeah, we're having a reunion uh, of the Drew Carey show on American Housewife, and I know that sounds insane. Like, how is that going to work? But right. but they, they, they were able to pull a plot together that it totally, totally works. First of all, the character that Ryan plays, I've been, like, talking about – he plays Bill Doty on the show. I've been talking about Bill Doty for four years, and you never <laughs> saw him. And the minute the Bill Doty character was created um, – you know, at first I knew that he was just making reference and he wouldn't be on camera. But I pitched the guys who were on the show, Kenny and Rick. I was like, what? Just listen to me. What if – this is Ryan Stiles, and and and, uh, <laughs> and it finally all came together. And then, like ABC was like, "What about if we put everybody together? Like you and Drew and Kathy plays uh, Mimi and uh, Ryan wow. and played Lewis on the show." And I was like, "Oh my God, that's a, that would be incredible! I would love that so much." Um, so yeah, I, uh, I you know I emailed everybody, and they were totally on board. And, uh, you know, we hit the ground running the way we when we shot this, you could just tell everything was clicking and it's really, really fun. Um, so
1: I, I just hope everybody watches because it's just a great show. It's it, listen, the show is great. I mean, my God, my well, my thanks. wife's right. wife's hooked on it. But uh, you're you're a big reason why. I, everything I could watch anything that you're in, and I, oh, you know, thanks. you look like you're about thirty years old, but you look at your resume and you got hundreds of things on, on, on IMDb. <laughs> it's like you've been around forever. But honestly, a lot of chemistry there from the uh, Drew Carey show. No, this is going to be talked about for years. I'm sure the show is going to be talked about for years. Everyone's got to check it out uh, Friday night at 8 uh, 8 p.m. on ABC, uh, American Housewife, which is uh, really one of the great shows out there. Binge watch everything that you've missed. It is dynamite. And again, big reason why Dietrich Bader, and uh, you know his work from so many different Veep. He was great in Veep and, and the Drew Carey Show. No, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I'm absolutely looking forward to this because I, I watched the Drew Carey Show and uh, you oh, no kidding? Had, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys had uh, tremendous chemistry together, and uh, it, but to get everybody. That there usually there's one holdout usually there's somebody saying hey i'm not doing it you know you didn't get did you get any kind of well i don't know if you want to share that but did you get any kind of uh uh blowback from anybody saying "Ah, i don't know if i want to do that any any of the guys not on board
2: oh no um ryan for example like i sent him a text i go do you have any interest in doing the show and he goes yes uh (laughs) we're like right away on this text and i was like do you want to find out what the part is or like, and he goes, nah, I'll trust you. That was it. <laughs> um, drew had to get approval from CBS because you know, he works for the prices right yeah. now. Um, but other than that, that like took a week, but, uh, Kathy and Ryan were on board immediately. Drew was drew was like, yes, absolutely. But I need to get approval from, you know, my current job. Um, so they got approval from CBS, which was really generous of them. And, uh, and then we were on board. Um, so yeah, super cool.
1: Yeah, generous of them, but uh, they'd be crazy not to do it. I mean, the Price Is Right fans are, are going to love it, and and uh, you know, and again, it's going to probably push some people from American Housewife to uh, to to check out the Price Is Right again. Which, by the way, Drew does a great job uh, there. Oh no, well. he's awesome
2: yeah. at it. I know. I watch it. Sometimes I watch it at the gym. I'm like,
1: hey, there's my old buddy. Yeah. yeah it's fun. <laughs> You know, if you ever did the if you ever did the six degrees of Dietrich Bader, forget it. You know, like the Kevin uh, the Kevin Bacon thing. You know, I, I I can't imagine that there's anybody in in recent memory that you haven't touched somehow or another by <laughs> six degrees. I, it's really you've put together an amazing career, and it's just it's it's going strong. Well, straight. thanks, right? And, and American Housewife kind of feels. Like it's going to be one of those, you know, big time, long time shows. It's already on the way to to doing it. When you first came across the script, or you first uh, auditioned, or whatever, you know, the process was. Uh, it, did you did you think this was going to be a big deal, or it, do you just not know when it happens?
2: That's an excellent question, Frank. And yes, I do know. Um, I know that sounds really egotistical, but yeah. you know, um, you know uh, the the what a pilot is it's the first episode of a yeah. perspective series okay so this is my uh this i should say the american housewife was my 15th pilot Jeez. and i could have saved studios a lot of money <laughs> because the minute the cast gets together and we read i know and when this cast got together and read i was like this is a home run Kath, uh, you know, uh, uh, Katie Mixon is a true star. She is just fantastic. No doubt. Our chemistry no together doubt. is great. Um, the concept itself was really good. You know, it's fish out of water. Somebody in, in, who can't afford to live in Westport, Connecticut, moving to Westport, Connecticut. It's a little – that's not exactly Beverly Hillbillies, but it's basically like the difference in classes because we're – you know, we're. he's a professor. He doesn't make much money. She's a stay-at-home mom. Um, so how are they going to struggle to survive in a town that's one of the wealthiest towns in America, right? Yeah. And um, so that's the, like the basic concept. And then once I met Katie, I heard a little voice in my head go, it's her. And, uh, uh, you know, I love working with Katie. I've been so blessed and lucky over the length of my career. But I knew this would go. And uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, we continue to find an audience. That's, that's why I'm plugging the show. I mean, Friday night is just such a great episode for us. And I just hope if you haven't seen the show before that you can tune in and check us out Friday night.
1: Yeah, you know, they got to check it out. It's a Drew Carey show reunion. And again, Dietrich Bader is, is there uh, as Greg, as always, and uh, just a, a great show, American Housewife, uh, on 8 o'clock. At uh, on on ABC and uh, it's eight o'clock uh, Eastern time, I should say. I'm I'm talking like yeah. we was just talking all Eastern here. But uh, eight eight o'clock Eastern, everyone's got to check it out. And it's all the uh, the key members from uh, the Drew Carey show. Uh, Ryan's there, and uh, just a, just a wonderful wonderful idea for a show. And it's uh, it's going to be great. We have got about a minute left with Dietrich Bader, uh, Frank McKay here. Everyone check out the show. It's a reunion show, and it's going to be talked about. Uh, for years uh, no question about it you know interesting you said um you know that it's it's not exactly the beverly hillbillies nowadays if you did did it exactly like the beverly hillbillies it wouldn't run you guys kind of found the perfect balance and it's uh it's a good thanks. one so hey, listen thank thanks for being here congratulations for all the success and and one last time and in your words just uh another another plug G- give us all the guests that are going to be there from the drew Carey show
2: Okay, so on Friday night at 8, it's going to be Drew Carey, Kathy Kinney played Be Me, and Ryan Stiles, the genius of Whose Land Is It Anyway, and uh, and The Drew Carey Show. It's, it's one of our best episodes of American Housewife. If you're going to check it out, check it out tomorrow night at 8. Thank you.
1: Diedrich Bader, thank you very much for being here. Again, congratulations. Frank, and you're I amazing. Can't wait to see it. Diedrich Bader, everyone. Uh, again, wonderful work. Uh, you know his work from Napoleon Dynamite, The Drew Carey Show, of course. Veep, guy's got a resume a mile long, but he really is a a, a terrific actor and a wonderful uh, character actor. Uh, you know, mostly uh, uh, comedic work. I uh, actually office work. Uh, it's another one that you might want to uh, check out. And and I know so many people are gonna say, how can you not say office work first? He, uh, he, he it's really a memorable. Uh, office work, office space, I should say, and uh, he did such good work, and everybody did. It was a great, uh, great movie. But really, Diedrich Bader is, uh, you know, a wonderful actor. American Housewife. Everyone, check it out. It's the Drew Carey uh, reunion, uh, so to speak. And Ryan Styles, he's right. He's a, a brilliant uh, comedian, wonderful guy, and uh, you know Drew Carey and, and Kathy. Uh, from uh, all from the Drew Carey Show, uh, American Housewife. Uh, again, the the show you could watch it uh, when it when it comes on 8 p.m. Eastern time on Friday nights. But binge listen uh, and binge watch it, I should say. And uh, you could uh, you could check out all whatever 70 something, uh, 75 episodes that they've done already. Check it out. But Dietrich Bader plays Greg Otto on American Housewife. Frank McKay. Signing off, Diedrich Bader has been our very special guest, American Housewife star. Uh, we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.
0: This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone
0: to breaking it down
1: frank mckay here so much more importantly the incomparable jack cassidy is our very special guest and uh you can see him on long island they're in jersey now you can see them on long island at the paramount which is a great place on on friday uh, the ninth this Friday coming up, and uh, the tenth, and uh, electric and acoustic, uh, uh, with hot tuna, and and of course Jack, uh, so well known for his his work over the years, and uh, and actually has I think Jack and and Yoma, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. They actually have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is just a long overdue if you ask me. That and
3: well, I, I, that that is. It. It, that is a, almost a, a humbling and humorous at the same time. So, uh, yeah, we saw our old pal Grace Slick. Uh, the three of us that are that are uh, still here on the, on this side of the yep. curtain. Um, uh, and so we uh, we met up uh, on October, I think it was October thirteenth, uh, with a bunch of friends and whatnot, and and uh, did, did our little bit. Of course, I live in Los Angeles and. But we've been going to Los Angeles since we started recording there in 1966 with Jefferson Airplane.
1: Yeah, wow! But still, it's got to be—it's got to be an amazing feeling getting that star.
3: Yeah, it—it it is pretty pretty amazing. The the really cool thing is they put our star right in front of the music music institute where they wow. they teach. They have recording rooms uh, and all that. So considering that you and I both have been teaching for years at the you are mccalkin and fur peace ranch guitar camp uh in southeast ohio um um, that that was all uh worked out pretty well so and of course uh um uh we just got to to talk a little bit and um and and grace didn't let anybody down it was really great she she had some great great humor stuff to say but well you can find that stuff up on youtube somewhere
1: yeah just amazing i i've got to believe you you look back and, and you look back on all of the uh, exploits, and I mean that in the in the greatest uh, respect um, of what y- you can accomplish in in rock music and in, in music and popular music, and you know between you, Grace, Yama, um, you've got to look back. You have got to be very proud of uh, of what you've accomplished. I, I don't know, you know. I mean, I can't speak for you, but I imagine uh, at at some point uh, it, it it hit you, and you had to say, "Wow." look at this look at what we've done and i don't think it's immodest to uh, to admit that uh is is that was there a moment where you turned around and said wow um somewhere along the line
3: well you know there's a there's a story i often tell of my late wife diana who passed away in 2012 and she i was getting an award up in san francisco a bass player award and i was i was a little nervous about it and, and she said you know jack it's the greatest thing to have your peers give you an award for what you've accomplished. He so said, You put your mark on the wall. And that's that comment stayed with me. So when we were getting the this star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame there and all and reflecting back over, you know, we're I, I I'm I'm on the south side of eighty your arm is eighty two and Grace is eighty three, She so just turned eighty three. So reflecting back to when we were walking those same streets as 21-year-olds, just just breaking into the business, the music business, and just trying to get our careers up and running, you know, staying in in friends' houses and sleeping on sofas and things like that, you know, and and um, and starting our whole uh, our professional career off uh, uh, in the recording world with Jefferson Airplane. You know, and also for me, and you are reflecting back, I played eight years professionally before I came out to California in 1965, so I started playing professionally at age 14. So I reflect back and on that, and, you know, I was thinking my parents and them, them uh, always being behind me, not doing so well in school, but... Putting my time and energy towards towards the guitar and bass guitar, and uh, they always supported me uh, emotionally and and. Uh, so that I uh, they they let me follow my own course, which wasn't an easy thing back there in, in the in the late fifties to do uh, for kids. You know, we have, you know we have, we all were supposed to go to college, and we all went to college, and we were all supposed to get a real job. But anyway, somehow this job worked out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, listen, uh, just kudos, and like I said, take a bow. Uh, you deserve everything that came your way. Jack Cassidy is the voice that you're hearing. If you're just turning on the radio a little late. Uh, Jack Cassidy is, uh, is absolutely wonderful uh, musician and uh, and and storied career. Hot Tuner is what we're here talking about, and I'm urging everyone to see uh, see the band on uh, on Friday the ninth uh, at the at the Paramount or. Uh, Saturday the 10th or both uh, at the Paramount in Huntington and I'll be there and I urge everyone to uh, to come and, and bring your friends. I mean this is just uh, a special uh, group of talent here and uh, just a great place to see it too. Uh, the Paramount's fantastic. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly uh, Jack Cassidy is our very special guest. Uh, Jack you mentioned being on the other side of 80. You know uh, times have changed. Uh, 80's not old anymore you know i mean like it's I, and it, i guess it's, it's easy for me to say at 55 you, yeah i was gonna say do you think this is from your point of view well the thing is that i i i know a lot of folks that are 80 and 90 and and they're still performing at a very high level in whatever they do i know well, people,
3: i think you're saying- you know i think there's certain. i mean you're basically right yeah i mean um, you know science and people take care of themselves better and all that you know i I mean i just finished a good hour and a half workout downstairs in the gym and my day off i love that stuff but you know uh i think there's always been people i mean uh, the when i was a, a young player at age 12 13 14 15 i mean I, I li- admired a lot of the classical musicians. Of course, I thought they were old at 60. But uh, sure. as they they proceeded up, it wasn't unusual to, to find a classical musician writing and composing into his 80s, and some of them have done their best work at, at those years. And that's how I feel. You and I put a lot of time and energy in, in keeping our skill sets uh, up to par. And uh, actually, during this pandemic period of, of 2020 and 2021 you know i bought an rv in california went back and forth to his place in ohio about four times and we we just hunkered down and did a lot of playing and and individually and together to get our skill sets work on the skill sets and it 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 actually was a blessing in disguise and uh we feel like we're playing playing uh, better than than we've ever played yeah, and that's how it should be. I mean, you know, there's nothing. You know, there's no no reason to kill yourself along the way in the journey. Yeah, I mean,
1: you're not, you know, you got to you got to figure you're not getting worse as you go along, right? You're not getting, uh, you know, less. Uh, well, you objective. have to work right. at it. I
3: mean, there's there's issues. You know, there's yeah. there's physical issues. There's tendons and warming up and and all that. And people ask me, well, you know, you guys don't have to uh, even think about it anymore. And it's it's completely the opposite. We work harder. We, we listen better than we ever have in our lives. We really, when when we hit that stage, it's serious to us. And we really want it to be the best night we can, the, the, the best we can play that night
1: you know, if you think about it, as as we were growing up, uh, you and you and I were growing up, and I'm a couple years behind you. I'm 55, uh, but uh, you know, I I imagine the only people that I know that would have been playing at 80, and there's a lot now. I just talked to David David Crosby the other day, and uh, and and, um, and he's got a new album out, and he's, he's playing, and you know all this. I think mean, he's 83 or something, 82 or 83. But the yeah. only people that were 80. Well, maybe Segovia, somebody, you know, like that, you know, like a a solo guitarist. Um, But now it's not it's not uncommon to to see, uh, uh, you know, legendary people uh, playing at 80 and looking like they're 50 or 60.
3: Well, we're working on it. Yeah. Well, (laughs)
1: listen, great job. Everything that you've done. And, uh, you know, I want to congratulate you on just an amazing career. And uh, and, you know, I'll be seeing you on Friday and we are everybody everybody to come and uh and see you guys as well friday and saturday and uh the best place to buy tickets let me let me see where that is uh paramount.com probably something along those lines but uh jack cassidy is our very special guest and we urge everyone uh on, on uh this Friday uh December 9th at the Paramount Theater and Saturday uh, de- uh December 10th uh to come and check out Hot Tuna and uh just you know, absolutely uh, amazing uh shows they've always been uh Jack a, a final a final thought on how people can um what people can expect I mean do you have a set uh you know amount of songs that that people expect you to do or oh, there, you know, there surprises wondering.
3: Well, one of the things we did during that pandemic is, is, you started to to flesh out and, and we both started to flesh out and go through the catalog and play a number of songs that we hadn't played, Hot Tuner songs hadn't played in 50 years. So we went through the entire catalog of songs, you know, and 110 songs or so. And, uh, uh, and so there will be some prizes for the, surprises for the people out there. You arm and I, uh, uh, have uh, found some uh, some gems that we hadn't played in a long time uh justin Gipp is, uh, is our drummer is playing with us and we we've really uh, uh explored uh, some uh, new old territory so to speak and uh we're really excited to be to be playing and out after two years of uh the the concert business being in in uh, such disarray we're we're really happy to see people back out having a good time and we're out there having a good time ourselves
1: jack cassidy congratulations on everything and i can't wait to see you guys on friday uh thank you very much for being here
3: thank you for having me
1: Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Jack Cassidy of Hot Tuna and, uh, and Jefferson Airplane fame. He's got a star. He's got a star on Hollywood uh, Boulevard, well-deserved, and Yama does, and uh, Grace uh, does, and just uh, what what super talent, talented people. And uh, if you don't believe me, uh, you can see for yourself the 9th and the 10th of December, uh, this Friday and Saturday. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Jack Cassidy has been our very special guest. Uh, hope to see all of you at the Paramount in Huntington uh, for Hatuna, Tuna, both uh, Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m. start. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.
0: It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long
1: Island Vibes.
0: On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more important. Matt Frazier is our very special guest and uh, he's uh, terrific. Uh, you know him from, uh, from TV, you know him from uh, live performances, books and uh, and everything else he's a he's a New York Times best-selling author and you can see him in person in Newark New Jersey this Friday 8 p.m. at the uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center if I have that right and it's 8 p.m. and uh, more importantly let me bring in Matt Matt how are you good how are you uh, doing well uh, is is this the type of thing you like to do uh, I hear you're very good live and people love watching you live do you enjoy this
4: Oh my god i love it so much and the reason being is because i never know what's going to happen i mean what's so incredible is that i've been doing this for 12 years publicly that is and every single event is different because the moment that i walk into the room not only are the people in the audience there but their loved ones and spirit are there as well so i have no idea what's going to happen at every single event and i'm just as surprised as the audience sometimes because it all depends on what souls come through and to see the healing take place live in person right in front of everyone is so incredible because everybody walks in with uh, a question in their heart they want to know is my loved one with me is my loved one okay is there another side is there an afterlife and to see you know all the souls come through and prove that yes there is a heaven heaven yes our loved ones are there and to see you know the breath the the breathtaking uh confirmations and validations that come through is just life-changing for everyone who attends
1: how many performances a year do you uh, ideally like to do? So, to be honest with
4: you, right now, about 35 a year. About 35, 40. That's normally the sweet spot because it gives me some time to relax as well because doing this work is very draining. So, you know, as much as I would like to do more and it's really sad because everybody's like, Matt, you've got to make it to my city. You've got to make it to my state. You know, the tough part is is that doing this work is different than, you know, putting on, a, putting on a concert and singing the same song every night. You know, you're using your whole body to communicate with the spirit world. And it's very emotionally draining. It's physically draining. And at the same time, you know, sometimes you just need to ha- take some time in between to just decompress and to relax and to woo-saw and to uh, get yourself back healthy to, to go out and to do this night after night.
1: Uh, do you have a, a preparation, uh, you know, like a mental, uh, uh, emotional preparation that you do before the live performances? Like, uh, you know, like you just said, I mean, I have got to believe it's draining.
4: Absolutely. I mean, before any event, the first thing that I do is I pray. So I'm very spiritual. I, I say prayers beforehand. And what I also do is before anybody even enters the room, I ask to be in the room just alone. And I walk throughout the room and, you know, I set my intention. You know, I ask for only the good souls to come through. I asked for the souls to come through super clear. I ask the souls to guide me to the people that really need to hear the readings, the people who really need to heal, the people who really need to know that their loved ones are there and with them. And what I also do is I also prepare myself as well. I try to push out all of the thoughts that I have because spirit communicates with every medium in one way and that is through our thoughts so to be able to do this work I have to, to I have to push away my own thoughts feelings and emotions so that I can go and focus on the messages that are coming through that's really important because if I were to get up there and be focused on you know what's going on next week what bill I had to pay what's going on at home I, there's no way I'd be able to hear these messages so you really have to have you know it's kind of weird to say you gonna have to have a clear head you know to go in to, to deliver the messages.
1: Yeah, without question. I mean, I, I certainly, I, I certainly see that. Let me ask you about uh, something you just said. You, you, you said you pray, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, love the fact that you've said that because maybe, you know, in the past people have said, "Oh, this is the dark arts. This is satanic. This is, this is evil. This is uh, whatever." I, do you, do you experience? Uh, a different relationship with certain people in the audience because they know you're a person of faith?
4: Well, to be honest with you, most people don't know whether to bless me or burn me, to be honest with (laughs) you. And, you know, most people don't know that I pray. That's something that I'm sharing with you. Right. But it's something that, you know, people don't see. It's what goes on behind the scenes. But, you know, prayer is so important to me and my family. I mean, I uh, I was brought up Catholic, and I was brought up to pray every night, and I still practice that every single day. And you know to me that's very important but I've also learned throughout my life to that you know all religion is important it's not just being Catholic or Christian or Jewish or Muslim you know no matter what you believe is important because I think we all need faith in our life and what I've learned which is so amazing is that it doesn't matter what faith you are or what religion you practice we all go to one heaven we are all together on the other side And you know I view religion as just our own personal connection to God and the spirits and uh, our own our own personal connection to uh, our loved ones in spirit
1: Matt I have both of you uh, both of your books and uh, you know one is that we never die and the other is when heaven calls and uh, you know so many uh, so many people have given you rave reviews on uh, on on the books Uh, since the release of the books and the success of the books have things changed? Uh, do you feel the, the need to, you know, get an, I'm sure you got a lot of books left in you, but do you have one that you're planning on releasing soon? Because, uh, new thoughts have come to you, new experiences have come to you.
4: Well, you know, that's actually a really great question because when we never die came out, um, and it instantly hit the New York times bestseller list the first week. I mean, I was in shock, but, you know, once I kind of ca- ca- came down from, from cloud nine, I realized one thing. I realized that this was something that the world needed. The world really needed to uh, to understand more about heaven and the afterlife and what happens when we pass on. And I realized that there's a reason why that hit the New York Times bestseller list. It wasn't just because people love Matt Frazier. You know, it's because people love what's in it and they're looking for those answers. So to answer your question, yes, you know, the fact that that, that – uh book did so so well you know it paved the way for me to write my next one which i'm working on right now because you know seeing what people loved about uh this last one we never die i think they're really going to like what what the new one's going to be about
1: do you have a i i don't know a a set answer when people say to you what what is heaven um uh, describe heaven to me uh or do you kind of explain um Uh, You know, that there are, uh, you know, there are uh, different interpretations. I mean, what, what do you usually say when people ask you that question?
4: So I really can't answer that question. The reason why is because I've never died. So the thing is, is that I know a lot about heaven from the souls that I've spoken to, but I don't know everything. And I don't claim to know everything because just like you, Frank, I'm learning every single day. You know what's amazing is that every single reading that i do i get a little glimpse into heaven the spirits show me who they're with what they're doing they show me you know a little bit about what heaven is like but i don't know everything you know i only know up to this point right here right now and like i said every single day i'm learning something new because mediumship is like a language and i only know what i'm able to see from the spirits so they don't show me everything for a couple different reasons but one of the reasons why is because You know, I don't think we are meant to know everything here in this world. But I do see what I feel is the important stuff to us here as humans, right? Because there's there's multiple things. I mean, what's important to us now is going to be different once we transition on to the other side. But the important stuff that we need to know as humans are, what do we do in heaven? How old are we in heaven? You know, uh, are our loved ones there? Are our pets there? What happens if we didn't get to say goodbye? What happened if somebody passed tragically? What happened if somebody didn't find peace? Those are the questions that I think that we really need to to, to have the answer to. And um, thank God, you know, the spirits have answered those questions time and time again. And I love that I'm able to share that with people.
1: Matt, uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in Newark, New Jersey. Let me remind folks uh, at the uh, New, uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey, 8 p.m. this Friday. Uh, what can you tell us about the show before we let you go? And, uh, I mean, is, is it show, live performance? Uh, how, do you, uh, how do you couch it? Uh, how do you refer to it?
4: So I call it a live audience reading because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. So the moment that I get on stage is so amazing is that when I look out into the audience, literally half the audience is dead because you bring your loved ones with you. And what's so amazing, Frank, is that it just starts off as a quiet room. But the moment that you take your seats, all of your loved ones and spirit are there talking, speaking, and trying to get me to communicate. So literally what happens is, is that during this event, the same way that you see me give readings on television shows like The Real Housewives, Botch, Red Table Talk, Gloria Estefan's show, you know, Kelly Clarkson and my own reality TV show, I'm going to be doing the same thing at NJPAC, literally – jumping off stage and going anywhere that the souls pull me. And I also want to let you know, Frank, that one of the cool things about this show is that if you've been to NJPAC before, you'll know that it's a huge place. There's like five or six balconies that are there. Well, to be able to do my work and to be able to get to as many people as possible, we actually shut down the top four balconies because there was no way that I would have have been able to get up there to read people. So if you come, it's a a more intimate experience. It's just the floor-level seating And then just one balcony. And what I want people to know is that it doesn't matter where you sit. I don't care if you're way in the front or way in the back. Because if there is a message from your loved one, those souls will come through. And they will guide me to where I need to go that night. And that's the fun part.
1: Matt, congratulations on all your success. Uh, Thank you very much for being here. And before you go, please leave us with some social media sites or websites that uh, we could follow along with what you're doing.
4: Absolutely. Listen, you can find me anywhere that uh that you subscribe online whether it be YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, I'm on all the social media. Just look for the blue check mark and my handle is uh meet Matt Fraser.
1: Matt, thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much, Frank. Urging everyone uh to join us. We'll see everyone on Friday, uh the 9th and uh, you could uh you could see um matt in person for a, a live read and uh he's uh you know he's amazing there's a reason he's he's uh, has this reputation uh frank mckay signing off it's 8 p.m at the new jersey performing arts center in newark new jersey frank mckay signing off matt fraser has been our very special guest we'll see you all next time on breaking it down
0: In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay.
4: Long Island is definitely the place for you.
0: Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone. To breaking it down Frank McKay here with a very talented man and someone who's built up a hell of a hell of a career and a resume uh, he just keeps adding to it and this is this is exciting because I'm an NFL fan as well the NFL pylon uh, it premiered on September 14th and uh, you can get that at the NFL pylon uh, at uh, 7 p.m.s on uh, on Wednesdays and, uh, and and that's all during the regular season. And we'll talk about the uh, we'll, we'll talk about the playoffs when when the playoffs come up. But, well, in the meanwhile, Taryn Gillum, uh, Gillum I'm sorry, uh, is our very special guest. I've been watching him since my kids have been watching the Amanda show. How about that? That goes back a while. And uh, Whoa. wow.
5: Wow. He's got, got Frank.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, but listen, you were great. She was great. A good. Hey, good stuff there. But uh, a lot since then. Uh, Taryn, how are you?
5: I'm wonderful, Frank. Thank you for having me, man. How's your day going?
1: I, I'm doing really well so far and uh, listen, I'm looking forward to uh look looking forward to football and I guess uh even more so now you're gonna add a little humor to it and I, I have a feeling it's gonna go better for you than it did for our friend Dennis Miller.
5: <laughs> That's right. Dennis had one, Norm MacDonald had one, like it it's certainly been tried. I I think I think what our show, the the NFL pylon has going for it is that we are the first official comedy production of NFL films like we are NFL endorsed which is rad because we have access to all of the NFL films footage not from just this season but since they've been filming football which is crazy like we haven't even scratched the surface and and look like my passions are like comedy Star Wars and football. Do you know <laughs> that there's going to be a Star Wars football sketch on this show eventually? Like I can guarantee you that, no um, doubt. And we shoot. We shoot at the uh, at the NFL facility right next to SoFi Stadium. I'm a diehard Rams fan. This is just like I manifested the the most perfect job for me right now. Like I can't even believe it. I can't believe it. I'm talking about football and making jokes about football anyway. And now Prime Video has decided to to pay me. You know, I'm just I'm
1: so grateful. <laughs> way to go! Yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm a huge Steve Sable fan. Uh, and you know, and again, we we remember the Sables. Uh, like uh, like uh, it, it was yesterday, but they've put their mark on uh, on the uh, on the world. Uh, not just uh, NFL fans love them, but uh, filmmakers love them and everything else. But uh, anything that. Uh, That NFL Films has to do with, I I never bet against, and I always uh, assume that it's absolutely going to be great. And you're attached to it, and I know it's even. uh, Listen, if I was a betting man, and and there was a way to bet on this, I bet that you kill it, that you absolutely kill it. By the way, buddy. Yeah. Well, you're Rams. Uh, Now you're a longtime Ram fan. Uh, Were you you convinced Matt Stafford was going to be the real deal?
5: I, I listen. I gotta. I gotta own up to it. Like, I wasn't sure about Matt. I'll, I'll own up to it now. I'm still not that sure about Matt, and he won us the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? He seems to have this philosophy where it's like, like two passes for our team, three passes for the defender. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's given away more multiple interception games in, in the, than, than anybody in the league, but. <laughs> You know, somehow he pulls through too. So you have to give it to it. You have to, like, that is by far what I admire most about him is like, he has the memory of, of a fleet. You know what I mean? Like, he, <laughs> his determination, his, 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 his sort of like, uh, you know, his ability to let it roll off his back, I, like, I haven't seen it match. It's amazing. And, and yeah, like, the Super Bowl last year was one of the most fun days of my entire life. Like, I didn't have a voice for two weeks afterwards.
1: Wow. Which is terrible because of what you do for a living. But it's, it was <laughs> exactly.
5: worth Exactly. I was out of work for two weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know uh, Matt Stafford, if I remember correctly, is Clayton Clay- K- Kershaw's roommate in uh, Georgia, right? College roommate. Did you know that? I, I think
5: they even went to high school together, believe it or not. Yeah, wow. I think it goes back further than that. Isn't that crazy?
1: Insane. That's they insane.
5: Both, That's uh, yeah their 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 faces are on like they, I just saw like footage of Matt he went back to his high school for a dedication and yeah Tim and and Clayton Kershaw like painted on this big mural in the hallways of their <laughs> their high school so it, I don't I don't blame them
1: no, no not at all how about your high school are they are they recognizing you 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 put together quite a career here and uh, and good oh, and not only that's, a, a that's, nice that's, body of work but a lot of a lot of good quality in there too uh, is your high school recognizing you
5: Oh, for sure, so I went to a really cool high school. I went to a place called Waxa, which is the acronym for l a County High School for the Arts. Oh, so it was like a public arts high school here in Los Angeles, and you don't pay tuition like it's public a public education, but you do have to audition to get in like so fame. that that was like that set me up for all of this, right? Like if anything, like I should be painting a mural of the school on my <laughs> wall if they really they set me up in such an, an amazing way to kind of go forth and, and pursue and achieve my dreams. So, but they, but they are absolutely very supportive and, and I go back and and we, I just shot a short film there with some students uh, like uh, the beginning of summer. And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a very proud, proud alumni.
1: Well, listen uh, congrats on all of that but definitely congrats on the uh, on, on the latest we're gonna be looking uh, forward to this each week I'm gonna certainly be looking forward to this uh, each week um, uh, prime videos a, a nice spot to be uh, tell us a little more about it before you go and uh, anything that we should know absolutely yeah go ahead
5: no absolutely the way I'm pitching it is that uh, we're going for the for the energy of like watching football with your friends hanging out making jokes but also your friends happen to be professional comedians who are paid to be there. <laughs> and and so we get we get to, we're not just covering we we of course are covering games We're players like the highlights and certainly the low lights, but we're also just covering like fan culture, you know what I mean, videos of crazy things that happened in in the tailgating part of it or, or people's fans reactions from home. Um, we're we're, we're it, it's the whole experience of sports and we're coming at it as fans and then and then we get to sort of tee up thursday night football on on prime and that's kind of the cool thing is that we are the first this is the first time that football like televised football is on a streamer right it's only been kind of conventional traditional television before so to kind of be like you know the the open the opener for the first streaming football broadcast um is a really really cool experience
1: I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, this is, you know, we're not talking about professional lacrosse or, or volleyball. You know, this is the NFL. Uh, big deal, and it, yeah. you're going to kill it. And uh, before I let you go, Thank let you, yeah, give us a, a website or a social media site where we can follow along with you and, and what's going on with the show.
5: Totally. So, so the best one for the show and all of it is NFL, you know, even Twitter, Instagram, all of it is at NFL on Prime. I am at Taryn Killam on Twitter, and then I'm at Tarzan No Z on Instagram because somebody got to my name before me on Instagram. This <laughs> son of a gun, I'll never forgive him.
1: Uh, <laughs> right, way to go. You're going to kill it. Thanks for being here, and hopefully, Thank we can you, talk to you again a, a longer period of time. Taryn, thanks for being here.
5: I would love it, Frank.
1: Taryn Killam, everyone, has been our very special guest. You know him from Saturday Night Live. You know him. Uh, like I said the Amanda show she was terrific uh, Amanda Baines, it was uh, I remember my kids used to watch it and I'd watch it with her. and it was one of the uh, one of the shows I could stomach that uh that they liked uh, but it was uh it, it was uh it was solid and she was she was terrific I know she melted down and and I I got I shouldn't make light I mean a mental illness uh being what it is I mean she uh, she seriously melted down but before that she was um she was a bit of a super talent on the on the rise and uh, I think she she was uh, she showed a lot of talent on that show kid show I mean I I, you know I don't want to you know I don't want to make it sound like it was Seinfeld you know but um, uh, for a kid show and for a kid she was a very young girl that was uh, doing it but he was he was great on it and he's a very very talented guy let's see how he does I mean Dennis Miller didn't work people didn't accept him and uh, Norm McDonald, uh, same thing, and uh, you know the late great Norm Macdonald. Um, look at the uh, at the end of the day, uh, it, it's time is going to tell, and uh, something tells me uh, uh, Taron uh, Killam is going to uh, do very well in this role. He's a fan. He's a big, big time sports fan and big time uh, football fan. Rams. You know, I was I was going to say, hey, are you a Rams fan or are you just like uh, bandwagon jumping? Now that they won the Superdome, I I mean, he he grew up. He went to he went to high school in uh, in some fame type high school, right? In uh, in Los Angeles. So let's let's assume he's a Ram fan for sure. I'm I'm sure he wouldn't lie to us. Um, anyway, yeah, Matt Stafford. That's funny. He said he's still not sold on him, even though he won the Super Bowl. Anyway, Frank McKay signing off. Taron him has been our very special guest, and uh, we'll check him out on the NFL uh, as the NFL season goes along. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It
0: Down. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.